You're listening to Sprott Money Daily News. Good day. This is Jeff Rutherford with your Sprott Money Daily News for December 4th, 2014. The Liberty Dollar was created to combat the ever-growing amount of fiat currency being printed by the Federal Reserve through one of its quantitative easing programs. The founder of the silver coin, Bernard Van Nothaus, was convicted almost four years ago of circulating the coins that the government deemed as counterfeit despite the coins being worth more than the originals they were imitating. The government was also seeking to confiscate 16,000 pounds of the coins and silver that had been estimated at a value of $7 million. The sentencing hearing for the conviction was scheduled on Tuesday, in which the judge decided not to sentence the 70-year-old to prison for the rest of his life. Instead, the judge assigned Van Nothaus to six months of home confinement and three years of probation. The judge presiding over the case, Richard Voorhees, recognized that Van Nothaus was motivated by philosophy and not criminal intent when he began circulating the coin. Van Nothaus's idea was based on a reciprocal philosophy of Copernicus's monetary principle, also known as Gresham's Law, in that bad money drives out good money. Van Nothaus believed his silver dollars were good money meant to drive out the prevailing bad money issued by the Federal Reserve. On Tuesday, Citigroup shut down its alternative stock trading venue, LavaFlow, at a time when regulatory scrutiny has increased around broker-run trading platforms, forcing banks to rethink the costs. Critics say the alternative stock trading venues add to the fragmentation of the market, increasing complexity and cost for market participants. LavaFlow, an alternative trading system that electronically matches buy and sell orders for listed stocks, is one of about 40 such venues competing for much of the same business as the 11 registered U.S. stock exchanges such as NASDAQ, OMX Group, and the New York Stock Exchange. The Securities and Exchange Commission fined Citi $5 million in July 25th, saying the bank failed to protect customer data inside LavaFlow from March 2008 through to March 2011. Citi did not admit or deny the charges. LavaFlow was the sixth largest ATS for stocks for the week of November 10th, According to the latest data from the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, the trading venue is known as an Electronic Communications Network, or ECN, that unlike other ATSs known as dark pools, displays some information about pending orders in the system. Dark pools allow investors to trade anonymously and only make data available after a trade, reducing the chance that others in the market will catch wind of a buyer or seller's intentions and move the price against them. City still operates at least two dark pools. Yesterday, gold prices climbed as crude prices rallied and lessened concerns over inflation in that it will remain low, which increased haven demand for the metal. Oil prices rose again for the second time in three days. The sudden jump in oil prices gave gold the biggest jump in almost nine months. Oil has collapsed into a bear market as U.S. output climbed to the highest in more than three decades amid signs of sagging growth in world demand. Today, gold has traded steady as the European Central Bank decided not to increase billion purchases. In a statement by ECB President Mario Draghi, he maintained that the central bank has looked at buying all other assets except gold as it reevaluates its stimulus program for 2015. This follows a statement made by ECB executive Yves Merch, who said the bank could theoretically buy bullion as part of their program. Meanwhile, the U.S. Department of Labor said in a report that the number of individuals filing for initial job benefits decreased by 17,000 to 297,000 last week from the previous week's revised total of 314,000. The number of Americans applying for new jobless benefits has held below the 300,000 level for 11 out of the past 12 weeks, indicating that labor market recovery is losing momentum.
Gold futures for February delivery rose $3.80 to settle at $1,212.50 an ounce this morning on the COMEX. And silver for March delivery jumped $22.6 to $16.63 an ounce. Platinum futures for January delivery advanced $16.70 to $1,244.20 an ounce. And palladium futures for March delivery gained $3.55 to $801.10 an ounce. Gold spot price has gone down 0.16% to $1,208.70 an ounce, and silver has gained 0.82% to $16.67 an ounce. Platinum has gained 1.67% to $1,245 an ounce, and palladium has gained 0.76% to $805 an ounce. Well, that's what's in the news. Don't forget our weekly sale on one-ounce gold pant bars. And remember, this is the last week to send your questions for Mark Faber, our next guest on Ask the Expert. For Sprout Money Daily News, I'm Jeff Rutherford. Thank you for listening.